What is the best quality you've observed in others that you strive for in yourself? Love. I'll just leave it at that. I feel love is the answer, and that's a quality. It's an experience. I think that's part of life. So for me, love is what I see in others that feels really warm and welcoming, and I strive to do that myself because love can be scary. Mm. And leaning into that more is just what keeps bringing acceptance and the richness of life. Mm. You know? You can wash the dishes or you can learn how to love how to wash the dishes and life just hits different. And for any person listening on how they can start to achieve more love and more bliss in their life, I invite you to be more intentional. Intention is what gives us purpose in everything that we do. It's like blinders on a horse. So ask yourself with anything that you do, drinking a coffee, selling the next biggest product, what is my intention? and now bring you to purpose and through purpose you discover closer of who you are and, and embrace and activate deeper sense of love for everything. Mm, mm. So I say love. Welcome back, welcome home to You Are Your Podcast episode 208. Mm. Shout out to Anytime Actors Lab if you're looking to act, if you're looking to any level, if you're um, starting out, you don't know where to start, anytownactorslab.com it's the best way um you know to i I can't even think right now that's crazy (laughs) adam louder out in dallas fort worth texas area he knows about acting and he's been doing it for a long time and he's doing online consultation there's a free class and uh in-person classes anytownactorslab.com shout out to the patrons patreon.com slash you are here podcast best way to support us uh it's as simple as a, a little amount as a coffee if you like what we do it's the best place to do it. That's right. Uh, and we're also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Podcast. We're gaming, we're reacting to stuff, we're, we're taking input from people. Uh, if you want to talk to us more than just the podcast, uh, head over there on twitch.tv slash Podcast. And, dude, I feel grounded. <laughs> we got it. Very fun, grounded. Dude, thank you guys for liking and subscribing. And, and we see you guys growing the podcast slowly. <laughs> I'm so grateful right now. Yeah, me too. Um, so I just want to say thank you to you guys for real. We appreciate it. Hmm. Uh, and we see you. Man. Yeah. This is a strange way to start a podcast. But we just did a little exercise. Yeah. Call it. Breath work. Yeah. Didn't know nothing about it before this. Me either. Got a little taste. Yeah. I'm feeling... By the wonderful... Well, let me introduce you. Okay. I don't so, want to step on your feet and toes here. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Go we ahead. Got, this is the first person we've had on the podcast that we've met through our job. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> in, true. In a weird cosmic way. Not weird, you know. Customer first, now friend, now pod, podcast... Uh, guest. 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 Yeah, that's the word. Oh, my. <laughs> you guys want to do another round? Face, yeah, dude. <laughs> Voy. I think we just sent you guys off. We got to Yeah, back. dude. We got to bring you guys back. We got Voy here today. Voy, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here jamming with you guys and just, just having a good time. Dude, we're, we're excited to have you yeah. on, man. We've been, we've been trying to make this happen for a minute. All right, we have to explain what we did. Because we, it. We Ex- li- it looks it. like we just did like acid <laughs> or something. Your face is so red. <laughs> you know? Like, okay, so before yeah. we started... Um, Oh man! Boy, what do we? What, what could? What would you how call do we? That, what would you call your? What we just did? What you do? 
Well, what we just did. Let's yeah. start there. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll get into okay. it. Okay. Cool. What we just did was, was breath work. Okay. And breath work is an ancient technique. It's been around for thousands of years. And quite frankly, we do it every day because if we didn't, we wouldn't be alive. Mm. Now, the big game changer here is just being more intentional with the breath. So we bring our focus to the breath, get intentional, and practice specific patterns. Mm. Why do we do this? So we can change how we think and we feel. Mm. I love it. I did that. Yeah, I did that. We only did 10 minutes, one round. Yeah, 30 30 breaths. We did 30 breaths. breaths. That's it. That's such a (laughs) crazy thing. Because we're walking around breathing every day. Yeah. But we're breathing. I'm not conscious of how I'm breathing. Me either, ever. And you know what? I am conscious because I was going to bring it up. I feel like sometimes breathing is some of the, like, one of the, a thing I realize I don't do, like, maybe well. <laughs> like, not in like a good way. Cause, like, whenever I have like nerves or something, yeah. like, I notice, like, when I'm like in my brain, yeah. and then I notice, like, oh man, like, I'm breathing. From my chest being tight, I'm like, I can't even like breathe. function sometimes. Yeah. I can't even breathe like fully. Uh-huh. And yeah. that, what I noticed, like, opened up like a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a lot of space, I think, you know? Yeah. That feels good. Like it felt. I feel. I feel good now. Yeah. 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 Beautifully said, bro. Any spot. any nerve that I had, <laughs> like a little tiny bit. It's always something before yeah. I press record. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel anything right now. Yeah. And it's weird. Wow. You're very present. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. And and you have a beautiful point, bro. Because you're not the only one that says that. I've been yeah. there too. I know yeah. your experience. I came from a background where I had like crippling anxiety. Yeah. Where I couldn't speak in public. I couldn't speak in person. I would have to leave class. Long story, wow. coming back to your point, if you ever notice a baby when it comes out and just looking at a baby breathe, it's full belly. It's the diaphragm expansion. Of course, we breathe oh, wow. into the lungs, but you notice it's here. Yeah. Right. And what you said is when we get anxiety, bro, it's, it all comes up into here. Yeah. Yep. The chest, chest starts going faster and faster. And it's hard to like get grounded because my breath is so quick. Mm-hmm. So shifting the breath with intention, just the breathing, how we naturally breathe automatically shifts our state and how we think, how we feel, and how we take action. Mm. So without a doubt, I always say, if you can control your breath, you can control your life. Because everything starts from the breath. Any emotion, any feeling, any desire, everything traces back to the breath. Mm. Shit. So you practice breath work, bro. You practice mastery of life. I guess, I mean, I could see uh, completely how it, you know, relates. Like a hundred percent. Like I could feel like I could do anything <laughs> like right now. Like I really do. Imagine like working out good. from that place, like oh. breathing in your belly. And Dude, like, you know what we're doing before what? boxing? What? We're Breath doing work? <laughs> and we're going in yeah, and we're going to fight each other. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen. I feel happen. like I could see everything. Like I could see what you're going to do before you do it. I feel like I could see two steps ahead already. Yeah. I want to, yeah. Dave, I want to talk. I want to, I want you to go through what you felt. Like how you felt it, like uh, well, when you were going through it. <laughs> I, just I kind of wish I took you guys through two more rounds. Oh, yeah, because oh, man, one of you guys would have dropped. I, I was dropping. <laughs> I felt my head like that's what I felt. I, I kind of checked in. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> let me put my hands here real quick," because <laughs> the homie's about to go down. I felt my like how it, my face just yeah. totally mm-hmm. became tingly. Me too. And I felt my head heavy and yeah. like kind of like bobbling a little, yeah. and like giggles started to come out, and like <laughs> the breath became easier to take in and let go yeah but that's what was weird it's like when you drink like i felt like i was drinking (laughs) 
I've never done DMT. I never did drugs. I never did anything like. But drinking, I get numb in the face and like. Yeah. But it was a it was a clearer mm. that it was a quicker that it You're was still a, like in control. Yeah, mm. and I feel like right after, like when we opened our eyes, I was like, I just yeah. like I could see better. Mm. So that's scary. Like I'm walking around breathing. I'm not breathing full breaths, and I'm not. Mm. What am I doing to my my brain? What is yeah. my brain missing? And think about the cells, right? Cells, cells. need oxygen yes, to produce, yeah. to heal, to grow, to everything. Dispose, <sighs> detox. So when the cell on a cellular level, if we're not getting the right amount of oxygen, the body's not performing at the highest level. Oh, look at athletes, professional mm. athletes. Look at singers. Look at like martial artists like Bruce Lee, UFC. Everybody knows how to control the breath, right? You know? right. Because that's when you can be clear and. Hit him with that, yeah, as opposed yeah. to coming out of fear and be like, "Oh shit, I think he's gonna hit me." Yeah, like, it's like, "No, nah, I got this." Mm. You know, right? Bruce Lee, right? When he would kick and fight, it was just full on presence. Yeah, total, total presence. Yeah, and then dude. when he's ready to strike, unleashed and came back. <sighs> you know, so Come on, man, this is ancient wisdom that's been around for thousands of years. Wow. However, sometimes it can be so simple that people disregard it. Yeah, just breathing, or looking at society and how we need things outside of ourselves like pharmaceuticals, mm. specific food and drugs to help us come back to who we are. It's mm. not the case. Mm. Only you know your truth. Only mm. I know my truth. So using tools that are already gifted to me, like mm. breath, helps me come back to who I am. And from fucking then on, bro, it's just ease and flow and inspired action. That's freedom. This is interesting to me. You're saying come back to who we are. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that yes. every one of us, yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, that we're born as who we are, and then for some reason or another, we get taken away from who we are, mm-hmm. and then we ha- our, our job should be to find mm-hmm. who we are again? Yeah, it's purpose. Whew. That's purpose. That's what I feel for me as purpose, is to constantly grow and evolve to the person that I am, mm-hmm. and from then on, I can be of service from a place of trust and love, as opposed to fear and thinking I need to help somebody because if I don't, I won't be loved. Mm. Now, coming back to your point, right? Speaking about the law of emergence, if you look at an acorn, it has all the DNA and all the genetic coding and mapping that when you put it into the soil and you give it the right external forces, it grows into fucking big ass oak tree. Mm. But you don't tell the acorn like, yo, homie, you gotta grow. Yeah. It's like that, you just put it in and he does his thing right. or it or she, right? right. It does, it's the same with us. It's in our DNA. Yeah. It's got so like as, a blueprint, right? Exactly, mm. to greatness. We all have greatness instilled, all of us, which is mm. why life is a mirror to reveal what's not ours so we can come back to self because as a baby we're fresh we're natural we're ready to just take on yeah so the bullshit that our parents gave us and the good shit we take on Mm. friends society and then we mold into this like weird being just breathing (laughs) nose clogged so from then on it's like we just chip away what's not ours Uh uh-huh and from uh-huh. that out reveals the person who we already are. Dude, mm. I rock with this. I got a, yeah. I got a story real quick just to drive yeah, the point yeah. home. Can I share it? Yeah, please. Man. Are you familiar with Michelangelo? Yeah. The so my- term? <laughs> that one too. Come on, man. <laughs> Michelangelo, he's a, a Renaissance era uh, artist. Mm-hmm. And he essentially was tasked with the job to create the statue of David. And he got this big marble that was already there. An artist didn't want to do it because it was chipped. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'll take this on. Then like a news reporter comes by, whatever you called it back in the day. I don't know. (laughs) 
whatever. <laughs> town <laughs> crier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. <laughs> town crier. Right. That would be Dave. That would yeah. be me. Sorry. Crying. No, you're good, man. Good. So he, the town crier? <laughs> I don't know. He'd walk up to Michelangelo and he said, you know, Michelangelo, how are you going to create a masterpiece from this marble and it's cracked? Mm. And he looks at him and he goes, it's easy. I'm just going to remove all the shit that's not David and out will come the masterpiece. Right. So that's how I like to look at this work mm. in my life is like, I'm just removing all the gunk and the shit that's no longer me mm. so I can show up with who the fuck I am. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's freedom. Yeah. Dude, does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. It makes well, a lot of sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the brakes. Yeah. I'm hitting the <laughs> on the pod. All right, guys? Watch your necks. Everyone okay. calm down. Put your seatbelts on. I'm gonna start from the beginning. All right. We meet you at a time in your life. I mean, you're a wealth of knowledge. You have this whole what everything you just dropped, it's it's coming from a real source, it seems like, and you you're very educated on it. And I'm just curious, like, who was who was Voy? Before I met Voy, like, how did you get to this point where you feel like you can help others with what you've learned and what you've taken on for yourself and like the chipping away to find out who you are? Like, who were you before? Mm. And then where'd you get lost? Like, that's what I'm really curious about. Because I don't know. Lost in? I guess in life. Like, <clears throat> like, how, like. Yeah, was there a how point where you, you felt like you had to change everything or? Many points like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Man. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for asking, yeah, first yeah. and foremost. I'll start with this because this plays an important role to why I got here. Yeah. And to paint you a picture, I grew up in Poland in a village, five homes. Oh, I had a feeling that you were Polish. Yeah. He's Polish. I did have a feeling. Let's get it. I bro. really did. Nice, man. Grew up in the village in Poland, yeah. village of the wolves. It was more like out on the outskirts. And the reason why I bring that up is because when I came to the U.S. at the age of eight, that shit really fucked me up. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize that until I looked into that, but that moment was a big shift in my whole perception of life, what I thought and how I was developing as a child. Because during that stage in life, it's like, we wanna start finding who we are. Yeah. So when I came, I went from the forest to airplanes and people and the city and cement. And I was just like, whoa, I don't speak the language. My parents are going through a lot of shit. My sister was killed in an accident. So we had to leave the country because it was bringing up so much like guilt and pain for the whole family. So it was almost like an escape. My dad had problems with alcohol too. So it was just a lot of anxiety in the family and just pain and trauma that they didn't have the tools to resolve. Mm. So imagine me being in that environment as the acorn, they're feeling anxiety and guilt and pain. That's what I'm picking up. And then I have to feel that I need to be this way to feel loved. Mm. Now I'm in a different country and I'm like, oh shit. I don't know how to express. I don't know how to feel my emotions. And I don't know who the fuck I am. So let me just go inward and play this kind of role of protecting myself. Mm -hmm. And all that did was just stack up so much anxiety in my life that I was doing things alone. Felt like a lone wolf. I couldn't express myself. When I used to sit in class, bro, just to paint a picture, if I knew the teacher was going to call on me for whatever it was, even if I knew the answer, my body would just go into a state of shock and freeze. And I would like be like, holy shit, if she picks on me, like I'm going to die. Wow. Dude, I Every like day like that in school. Imagine that. Just feeling like I'm trapped. Mm -hmm. And there was a point where I was just like, 
so upset because I couldn't fucking figure it out. I'd look at like Tony Robbins and like all these figures and I'm like, wow, they got gifted with this expression, this being, this power, like what the fuck, man? And there was a pivotal moment and I'll close it up here where in a two week time frame, at the age of 19, mm -hmm. I bought a Subaru WRX, which I worked mad hard for a dream car. Where'd you work? I worked at the uh, a catering hall. Right on. Wedding catering hall. I don't want to drop the name. And worked my ass off to get this whip, sexy. I'm yeah. the ball, you know, 19 years old. <laughs> like, yo, I'm about to have this whip. Pick up the shorties. Like, yo, it's good. <laughs> Had the STI swap yeah. on it too with yeah. the wing. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is I it. Know. <laughs> it's the Polish in us, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. How so, do you know? It's what it was. You know, that's yeah, what it was. was. I got it's you. just a code. I'm spoken code. Got you, got it's you. in the DNA. Got you, got you. <laughs> right on. So I get this whip have it for a month i'm dating this woman first girlfriend and i got my homie who's i'm really close friends with and in that two-week time frame i remember going to this place my car gets stolen what? crushed me oh right? crushed me just a month after crushed me because that's everything to you right? everything there. right attachment fully to this object within a week time frame the girl i was dating first love dips and oh. leaves me for her ex <sighs> crushed right two-week time frame the next day, one of my homies calls me on the phone and he's like, he's going through a lot too. And he goes, bro, I just went into my sister's cabinet. I took all the medication. He's like, I love you. And I'm like, yo, thankfully I drove that night, got him. He threw some of that shit out and we spent like a month together in a place of just like the lowest point in my life. Wow. And I remember being there in the basement, ironically of the house, at my lowest fucking point and being there in the room by myself just feeling this heaviness this pressure and i'm like yo why can't i just fucking get this off me mm -hmm. and i felt like this big like release come through and the energy just moved and i just started pounding the fucking floor mm -hmm. pounding like to the point where my bones were just i almost like shattered my hands because i was just going and crying and screaming all of that just releasing pass out woke up, I don't know how long later, and I'm laying there on the floor and I was just like, yo, I don't ever wanna feel like that ever again. I was like, what do I need to do? No clue what to do. Mm -hmm. For some reason, long story short, somebody invited me to read a book. Mm -hmm. I read one book that opened my mind to another thing and another thing and I started slowly gain the confidence and realize that I can actually heal all of this and not feel this way if I truly lean the fuck in. Mm. I went to doctors, they said anxiety's through the roof, here's medication. I was like, ah, fuck, something doesn't feel good about that. I'm gonna push this aside. Started looking into meditation, came across breath work. My life started to make a pivot. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I worked in corporate, doing sales, making hella money, wasn't fulfilled, got disrespected a few times. And I was like, you know what? I checked in. I was like, does this align with my truth? I was like, this ain't fucking it. So it ain't money. It wasn't it wasn't even the money. Yeah, it was just the experience yeah. of like mm -hmm. the environment and what I'm feeling fulfilled by. Yeah. So I quit and I started to travel the world and find my truth. And that's how I got here today to just living in purpose, feeling fulfilled and feeling like I'm creating the life that I love. Mm -hmm. And that's by supporting men 
really all people, however, for this moment, men, because they resonate most mm. about how to really improve their well-being and discover a true state of freedom where we can create a life without limits. Because the only limits we have is the ones we set on ourselves. Freedom is an inside job. Mm. When when was the moment where you like started taking uh, like another person and trying to like help another person? Because I feel like we talked about this on the last podcast. Is like a lot of the root of a lot of problems we have mm. um, with others or even with ourselves is like the ego. You know? Oh yeah. Like sometimes, like especially in those dark moments, it's like. What like sometimes we even say it about the pockets, like what are we gonna say that's gonna help someone? Mm. Or what can we do? Mm. You know what I mean? But mm. really, you have the potential to help like everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. many people, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of worth in that. <clears throat> totally. You know, so like what's the what's the point where you know you experienced these things, and where you wanted to share it with other people? Mm. That's a deep question. Mm. I honestly at the moment can't pinpoint the exact moment where mm. I felt like that was the first person. I, I do feel it's innate in all of us, especially men, to mm. be of service. Service is a key trait of masculinity to give. So I feel all of us already have that innately. It, mm. it makes us feel good to be of service to help. So even as kids, you see kids, you, know, you don't teach a kid, oh, you have to help him. Like sometimes the kid goes and it picks it up yeah. or gives it a hug, right? Like mm. there's intimacy, there's connection, mm. there's giving mm. and receiving. So I feel like that's innate. However, the time that really shifted for me when I was living, living, working in corporate, and I'm working at the cybersecurity firm, sales department one side, marketing on the other. And I, when I came in there fresh out of college, all this anxiety still, I was like, fuck man, I really have to challenge myself, find my edge and lean into the thing that's scariest the most, which is connection with people. Mm. I was like, fuck man. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. If I really want to change, I got to lean in. Right. Yeah. So I went in and I was like, I'm going to meet everybody there. And they did. And there was one guy in the whole company that I was just like, man, I just don't resonate with this guy. Like I can't connect with him. One guy. And the reason for that is, and I'll share this in a moment, is that <clears throat> he was just fucking dope. <laughs> and I was intimidated by his dopeness yeah. because a part of me realized that that greatness is within myself, uh. but I wasn't willing to accept it because I was afraid of being great. Whoa. And here's this man that's reflecting greatness. And I'm like, I don't like this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Swaggy, had the turtleneck. I was the only one as well to ride a turtleneck. So I was like, there's something about this guy. <laughs> it could be the fucking turtleneck. <laughs> so one day we walk into the cafe right he's making a coffee and we start jamming now and he goes yo bro i'm starting a book club would you be down i was like fuck nobody here reads books except me i'm about it well people did but they just weren't like resonating especially men on books mm -hmm. so i was like all right he's moving different it's like yeah i'm about it so he invites me to his house i show up i open the door get to his apartment there's two chairs in the middle of the living room and i'm like this is odd. I thought this was like a book club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not a book duo. <laughs> What's up? And he goes, bro, I invited all my homies and you're the only one that showed up. Wow. And I was like, all right. And he's like, what do you, you know, if you want, you can go home. And I was like, let's rock with it. Yeah. So we dropped in, we read a book. The book we read was how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it for 10 minutes. What truly we wanted to lean into what he was inviting me to is a deeper conversation about the real shit mm -hmm. like yo what's going on in your world like what you feeling what you experiencing like this is an opportunity to be seen in my unapologetic truth 
And the feeling you guys describe about breath work is that feeling times like 20. When I walked the fuck out of that room and I was to my homie Jose, like, bro, mm. whatever we just did here, we got to do this again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Long story short, one thing led to the next. Him and I became co-founders and we founded Modern Renaissance Man. That's the homie yeah. Yeah. that I met. Jose Alejandro, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He came from Puerto yes. Rico. Wow. That's the homie. That's my soul brother. Wow. And he's wow. the one that was one of the first men to ever truly see me for who I am and help mm. me express myself without judgment. Because mm. sometimes when I would share in circles with the old homies, somebody would roast me or say some, you know, some shit or level up, level me up. And I'm like, man, like, I feel like I just can't be myself because I have to compete. Mm. Mm -hmm. so that was the first moment like i received and also supported another man mm. in like an intentional way mm -hmm. and that just kept expanding to where we are now mm -hmm. you know so to answer your question yeah, i'd say I that was a pivotal moment where like my path in life shifted because mm. before that i was working on creating and building i built it a clothing brand where we bridge fitness and mindfulness and put it together. Mm. So we were building a lifestyle brand around mindfulness and really optimizing mind, body, and soul and using clothing as a brand, as the foundation to show like, yo, you could be swaggy as fuck and also be dropped in and clear and grounded and speak your truth. Mm. Mm. And that was going well and we we're creating that. And then I was just like, man, whatever I felt here, it's like, it just keeps pulling me here. Mm. And I had to make that decision It's like, do we continue here or do I go here? And the universe just aligned it in a way where it was like, the path is clear, mm, wow. lean in. Mm. I was like, yo spirit, I got your call mm. and I'm accepting it right now. <laughs> I see you later. <laughs> you know, <bah>. <laughs> <laughs> now we here. <laughs> well, I guess you said, uh, yeah, the modern Renaissance man. Like, can you explain the, the pack? Like, what is the package you do? You know what I mean? Like what's, what are you offering people? You know, because I you did the breathwork for us, and I think is that one thing you do. That, that's just a tool. Yeah, and we use many tools. Mm -hmm. I use many tools mm -hmm. to get us back to the same place. Yeah. I guess what I was trying to say is that what when someone reaches out to you, yeah. Yeah. what do, what do you <clears throat> offer them? So, Modern Renaissance Man is a lifestyle brand mm -hmm. and community. It's a community of like-minded men who are really trying to raise the standard for themselves, for their community, and the world. Mm -hmm. Now, what Jose and I saw was there was a gap in the men's lifestyle and men's well-being space. Like I can go to um, the homies and smoke a cigar and I wasn't receiving fully all the things I needed to really like level up and deal with some of the things I'm dealing as an entrepreneur, as a lover, as a man, as a son. Mm -hmm. Then you can go to other spaces in the well-being where they gave you that, but it wasn't like dope. It was like men sitting in a circle and talking about shit. And I'm like that's not it i like mm. i want some dope shit like i want to hang out with the homies that are dope and we talk about wealth and we talk about love and we talk about building so what what the idea was is like let's bridge the gap so through coaching leadership training embodiment tools and just a refreshing vibe of like a lifestyle brand we really support men and create a space so they can unapologetically be in their truth and really own their fucking power mm. So imagine a bunch of homies just doing dope ass work to get closer to who they are right. so right. they can create the life that they love, mm -hmm. not what society or parents or businesses or the media want them to think. Mm. 
it's what I desire. Mm. And we give them the tools so you become like a Swiss army knife. Yeah. Because that's what a modern Renaissance man is. Gotcha. Love it. Long story short. It's like a pinpoint men's therapy. I like it. Yeah, but it's like... Therapy is just a... It's a community. A, it's a tool. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even call it therapy. We're mm. not... Th like, it's not that. Mm. Okay. So I would... Um, community. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a community of like-minded men. Yeah. Who want to just level the fuck up yeah. in all areas yeah, of their yeah. life. Mm. Not just one. And, Dude, you know? What's... what's uh, <clears throat> in your opinion, like, what makes a good man? What makes a good man? Yeah, like, what is a good man? Like, like what, what would be a, a good man? Well, what's good, right? Mm. I guess everybody has their own perception of what's right and what's wrong. I think for me and what feels good for me and the standards that I decided upon for myself is that I feel as a man, it needs to be somebody that realizes integrity is everything. That's key number one. Right? Integrity is everything. Word is bond, being honest in my actions and decisions and just having energetic wholeness in my mind, body, and spirit. Mm. And realizing that no man can be in integrity 100% of the time. Yeah. So also realizing that and taking ownership and responsibility of your life and your mistakes. So that would say that's mm. the first thing about being a good man. Mm. I think another piece is really understanding that we get to lead from the heart, right? So love deeply, realize that love is the answer, especially as a man, and constantly discern, am I making choices from fear and ego or am I choosing from love? Mm. And love always wins, right? Another key that's just coming through is be dangerous, but not a danger. I think as a man, it's our responsibility to take our bodies to an extreme level and really utilize this vessel and also know that we can defend if need be. Hmm. So it's almost like I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Mm -hmm. Right? You heard yeah. that saying. Yeah. Right? And it's not to use it like a samurai. He can whip out the sword and cut you into slices. That's right. But he's intentional with it. He doesn't go around swinging it. It's the last resort. Yep. So as a man, being dangerous, but not a danger. Right? I can walk in here and like, you know, protect if need be yeah but i'm not going to do anything right now because i'm here showing up with an open heart yeah yeah so those three things really come up mm -hmm. i like uh, those. about being a yeah. good man i like those yeah and i'll stop there for now yeah i mean the, the last one reminds me of meekness like the meek shall inherit the earth was written in the bible and then i picked up on that and i went to my friend i was like what the hell is this meekness like what i don't mm -hmm. want to be weak like how the weak are going to inherit everything like, like why why would that be the case no 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 meek the mm, meek like meek mill meek like meek mill <laughs> meek. That's what I said. the meek is is exactly what you're saying it's like having a, a sword and it's perfectly cut and you know how to wield it you've trained with you know for years and it's seethed in your in your whatever your little thing your holster for it mm -hmm. but you're not you're not pulling it out you're not just like hey i don't like you you know, cutting yeah. somebody, but you know it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's for the betterment of you and the people you care about and the people around you to protect instead of like hurt. Mm -hmm. So it's it's meekness. It's mm -hmm. it's like power that is not thrown around and thrown about, mm -hmm. but it's there. Yeah. So I, I get that. Yeah. I mess with that. Um that's what boxing was for me when I started. It was kinda yeah. like 
it was this instinct to do it for acting, but it was also like, I don't know. I always had a fear. Like I walk into a room and I'm a big guy and people kind of always kind of, some guys, I feel like animosity from mm-hmm. you walk into a bar and with your, your girl mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just, I catch, and it might be in my mind and it was, it was a lot there, but I always felt like what's going to happen. What, what I, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll get them if I needed to, I'll, but I don't know what to do. Not really. I don't know how to control my body like that. I don't know. Um, so that's what it was for me. I think in the beginning mm-hmm. it was like, I want to have something that I do know. I feel strength. Mm-hmm. I feel technique. I feel control over my limbs and my mm-hmm. weight and mm-hmm. my movement. And, uh, yeah, so I mess with that a lot, dude. Also, love, loving from the heart. I mess with that a lot. Yeah. Big, big heart. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's where, and I want to go back, kind of like for you too. Like growing up as a as a as a man, like a young boy, we're all going through that phase of life where we're like starting to like other people, and our parents are doing crazy shit, and we don't really know what to do about it, so we're shelling up, and or we're trying to mold ourselves into who they want us to be or who our friends want us to be or whatever. And you can't, or I felt I couldn't be honest with my best friends. I couldn't quite express like when I was sad about my family or unsure about like how to talk to a girl, Mm -hmm. how to, how to, yeah, how how to just express myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, how to not do the thing they want me to do. Like, I couldn't, I felt no freedom in expression. And so, and I think most men do. Mm-hmm. And if we look at the stats, I think I talked to you about this before. We talked about it briefly. But, like, you pull up the stats on suicide, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it was, at like, two years ago, pre-COVID, like, 70% of all suicides are men, which is crazy. But it says, that's saying something. <clears throat> and, you know, mm-hmm. not to discount yeah, what women yeah. are going through, too, and other people, but, like... <clears throat> That's a that's a that's a big percentage, mm-hmm. yeah. and if we're all struggling through this process, like if we trace it back, what is it? You know, what what are what are women doing more effectively than men are? It's like more than likely they're emotionally expressing themselves at an earlier age in a healthier way, mm-hmm. and we're kind of shelling up. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for this, like mm-hmm. leading, and and it takes I think the adults, the men, we're going to talk to the young boys now, which. You know, I was taught not to cry. My dad told me not to cry. Mm-hmm. Always don't cry. You know, said this many times, but like, don't cry. Stop crying. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, okay, uh, all this, I love you. You got it. That's a man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And right. even as you say that, that it's something you experienced growing up, yeah. that because you haven't dealt with it, that leaks all the way into now. You know what I mean? Totally it's not like is. you just, when you move out, it's gone. No. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. attached to you forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes real work, I yeah, think, to, yeah. to break that down. And that's kind of what you, I think part of what you're offering is like to help a man find himself is to help you find that child that came out that womb. Like yeah. Yeah. that's who you are, the source, the thing that you were birthed as is like an emotional screaming, you know, present, fun loving, yeah. full hearted being, you know? Yeah. So I get it. I get it. And, um, uh, Man, I I just wonder for your life, like you kind of expressed that, but like, how often do you see a man like come to you and he's like, I just can't, I feel like I can't feel nothing, or I feel like I'm, I I can't, I I don't know how to speak, I don't know how to 
I'm afraid to, to express myself. Like, how often do you mm. see that mm. in life with the people you're dealing with? Yeah, I, I look in the mirror with the man in the mirror and I still get that sometimes. Me too. You know, Me so too. It's, it's a constant. And the fact that it's a constant, I realize it's a never ending game, which is awesome because I always get to grow. Mm. Right. So looking at it from that perspective, to your point, I think mo most men don't even realize that that is the case. Yeah. Feeling and expression is typically like the, the result, right? What I see in most men, <clears throat> and I work with entrepreneurs and creatives and just men on a mission, I see that they have a vision, they have a mission and they want to get there. However, they feel roadblocks or they feel like they're not getting there fast enough. Mm. And typically it's because they're choosing a lot of their decisions from a place of ego, as opposed to what's truly aligned for them. And when you know when you're in alignment with what you do, you move different, you think different, you're in a state of flow, right? Mm. So I would say all men, don't wanna claim it for all, I'll say most men experience at some point in their life, like not expressing fully who they are, not speaking their truth, not sharing their emotions or being able to how to manage them, mm -hmm. regulate them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I see it all the time. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful thing because we get to create a new paradigm. We get to show up as this next wave and this next wave of leadership is what's needed. So that well, feels like some G shit, like some purpose, you know? That feels yeah. that feels like yeah. that's that's the kind of like uh shit I want to leave behind. It's like mm -hmm. looking at my if I have a son, look in his eyes and just be like, hey cry like it's okay to cry you don't have to cry yeah. at everything but if you feel it cry yeah you know it's not a weapon but it's, yeah. a, it's a tool it's a tool because then you get to connect mind and body yeah and realize what i'm thinking here is now experienced in the body as well yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how it feels and i have the freedom to express great mm. now i get to choose when i get to express it so i'm going to understand how to manage it mm. here's what i mean you're going out for a big deal or you're closing a big sale it gets emotional sometimes when it's big money on the line stress. and you really want to help somebody, but maybe they don't see your point, stress, mm -hmm. exact, all of that. So being able to express and practice that training, mm -hmm. like going to the fucking gym, we get to be in those challenging situations and navigate that with more ease, mm -hmm. right? It's mastery, mastery of the self equals mastery of your reality. Mm -hmm. Man. One thing that I sorry. I no, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, right after the the breathwork thing, yeah, I instantly thought of the um, you know what a lot of I think like roadblocks, especially for men, are is like looking weird or accepting to do the breathwork thing. Yeah. Like it's a if you like if I thought about it, you know, when I was a kid, I'd be like, that's silly, you know, it's, sitting it's here and breathe yeah. for five minutes, but. I think the, I don't know, when you sat down, the environment was, I felt good. I felt like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Someone's to try something you'd have no clue about. Yeah. You know? What, how about you just try it? Yeah. You know? And it brought me somewhere cool. Yeah. You know? I feel like there's a lot of roadblocks where it's like, I'm going to look weird. I'm going to look dumb. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look stupid. There's like the fears, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just like such a problem for, for men right now. Yeah. yeah, and for you specifically, like yeah, definitely the fear of looking silly. Yeah, I, the more I've leaned into the like the fear, there it is. The more I just yeah, mm -hmm. lean in. Yeah, mm -hmm. just it's all an illusion at some yeah. point. Yeah, it's something you created. Yeah. yeah, isn't that funny? It's weird. I've noticed like every fear I've ever had has been my making yeah. of the fear, <laughs> and then I do the thing where I'm thrown into the thing I'm most afraid of without yeah. wanting to, and on the other side I'm 
alive mm. and I haven't been filleted, you know, or like lit on fire yeah. or murdered yep. for it or my wife, you know, whatever. And no war. No, 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 not, no war. Exactly. Yeah. Where's the war? Where's the war? <laughs> my friend used to tell me that, like, where's the war? You're all nervous and anxious about yeah. this thing, but look around. Like, what's yeah. really going on? The tree's bending in the wind. That's what's mm. going on. Yeah. You know, there's not... not yeah. yeah, I see I see that all the time too with people where they say they come to me, some of my clients, and they're like, Bro, I feel so much pressure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's take a moment, bro. Where's the pressure? Show me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, What do you mean? I was like, show me where the pressure's at. <laughs> and they're looking around and they're like, Well, I don't know. Yeah, because you're creating it in your head. Yeah. So let's work on that. Let's move that story out and let's come back to fact. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can get you aligned. And like all I'm that. doing is just being a mirror and reflecting what he already knows. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guide. You know, I'm mm. no savior. I'm no healer. I'm just a guide reflecting back mm. your truth. That's important, uh, man, because... And then you get to choose what's for you. Yeah, throwing the mirror <laughs> up on somebody, I think, is very effective because it's hard when I'm... Because that weight's heavy on me. Mm. Yeah. What part? Just, just anything. If I'm like, oh, you need to... If I feel like I don't, I don't want to do a thing, if I don't want to... Let's say I was training for a fight, and the night before the fight, I'm like, I don't want to fucking... I'm stressed out. I'm whatever, and this, but it's the night before the fight. It's like it's like nothing's happening. You're laying in bed. It, it, maybe that's a bad example, but like I understand. No, it's a good. Example. It, it's just something mm-hmm. about if I have to go see someone, I don't. You know, issues my father. I got to go see him. That's a weight on my head. I just I feel the the heaviness of that, and if I'm trying to suss it out on my own, sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I go to therapy for that, and I you know try to work on it in my ways, but. I think it's interesting that the human being, speaking for myself, struggles most with their own thoughts. It's not what's like outside that much or or what's going on really outside, but it's for me like this weighted fear of like, what if I do the wrong thing? What if I shouldn't do that? What if I should do this instead? Or I don't want to do that. And if someone was just to say like, a simple thing like my therapist would be like, so so tell me, what are you afraid of? And I lay it out. It's like, okay, cool. So you're going to, just do this one thing? Yeah. Well, what, why are you afraid of doing that? Well, because I'm afraid I'm going to look silly or it won't be reciprocated how I feel or whatever. And just talking about it immediately is lightening the the weight. <clears throat> just just doing this lightens the weight. <clears throat> but when I'm by myself quiet, it's like having a calendar. If I don't have a calendar, like I just, my wife just got this calendar, put it up on the fridge and like, I could actually, for the first time in my life, see the days of whose birthdays there are and what we have to do on this day. And it lightens the weight. Because mm-hmm. it's not in here, me trying to suss out, oh, is that my grandma's it's the 13th? You know, we got to go. But she said Saturday's the birthday. Mm-hmm. This thing, for me, is the problem. Mm. Or the solution. Or the solution, not perspective. Now, words. Mm-hmm. How we use words is another thing. But I've noticed... I'm creating, I'm creating the illusion of weight on myself mm. with something I don't immediately want to do. How does that make you feel? Do you do that? Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. And then it's just. I was literally telling you like today, I was like, I don't want to talk to this one guy. Because like, I got to tell him something bad. Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's a perfect example. I trust that guy wasn't me. No, 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 no. no. I just with you, bro. That's funny. Yeah. But that's, a, that's a perfect yeah. example. It's like you got to tell and someone a hard truth. Yeah. And 
how are they going to take it? I don't know, man. I don't want to be the bearer of this thing. What if they go? You don't want to be and, that guy. And even if it, it's not even your fault, you didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't. It's not your thing. Yeah. You're the middleman. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I feel that. And there's a saying: when we do want to speak our truth in a healthy way, and we don't, mm. that starts to bottle up mm. like a like a tea kettle, and it gets hot. And then soon enough, if we don't know how to manage and control mastery of our emotions, that tea kettle pops in certain mm. situations. Mm where it wasn't supposed to. Mm. Talking to you know your partner, talking to the kids, talking to a teacher out in the street, it comes out, right? Mm. So really coming back to one, embracing the experience, and two, lost the train of thought. No, that's okay. Receiving that's okay. it back. Yeah. Come, I'll come back yeah, to yeah, that. Come so back yeah, to I'll, I'll, I'll bookmark that there. I've always felt like doing this with men I, every deep conversation I've had with men, mm-hmm. I always like feel like we're like it's it's just like this is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about you guys been to barber shops, right? Yeah, you get haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for a lot of people, the barber is yeah. pretty much that's like it. the first therapist that they've that's ever had. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Tell me not. Yeah, right. When that's you go to the barber shop, yeah. chill with life? the homies. What's going on? Exactly. Yeah, and it's so natural in that state. Yeah, one because I feel like the barber wouldn't look at us directly in the eyes, so mm. we feel like we're not seen. That's yeah. right. A little protection mechanism, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I was that thinking about sense. that right now. And second, you know, just somebody's really servicing you. You're allowing yourself to put the guard down. He's Vulnerably, taking, yeah. Yeah, he's taking care of your hair. Yeah. He's got a knife and shaving yeah. you. He could slice you anytime. Yeah. Take your life. That's some crazy point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you're really in his hands and you feel trust. Yeah. So when he asks some questions, you feel open more to speak. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So yeah, like this, the barbershop, you know, yeah. those are all avenues where the homies drop in and yeah. do what we all should be doing oh, or need to be doing. I don't want to say should. No, it should yeah, should yeah, desire, scary. Desire. But, yeah, I guess desire. But um desire. Even walking into a barbershop and out of a barbershop, yeah, everyone to the person says, What's up? How are you? Yeah, man? yeah. So even just being seen by other guys like in the shop, mm. that's a nice thing. Yeah, where you don't get every day. Sometimes at your job or whatever. Yeah, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, dang, dude. I, I I don't know if you can relate or you both can relate, but like, I feel like when I look back on my life, I've always been trying to find the guy I can like. He's gonna take me out of here. You know, that the father mm. figure, I have a father, mm-hmm. but I was always looking for like the perfect father figure, mm-hmm. the, the, the mentor, mm. the one that I can like rocket ship out of this place and become a man and mm-hmm. know that he's always there and all this stuff. And like, I would just like suss it out and try to find a coaches. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like I did that, but it was like, I'll take this from you and this from you. Mm. And you said, be a leader, not a follower. Like... The drug dealer at the end of the block. So I'll, I'll remember that. Mm. And we'll play football once in a while. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I was always trying to like formulate yeah. this perfect mm. man to like, yeah, like a rule to live. Love by. me and raise me up and, you know, be like, you're beautiful and I'm going to help you become this beautiful man now. Mm. You know what I mean? You just, with teachers, with anyone, you just grab these bits and pieces and you're like, that resonates as truth to me. So I'm going to ingest that. I'm going to remember that. Mm. And I don't know why I'm saying it, but like. Oh, what do you, do you think, uh, like, where do you think that got you? Do you still do it? Yeah. 
I think I think the cool thing, like I've been in meetings where like it's just a bunch of guys, yeah, and they're sitting down just, and it's it's just like a I think it's that you know what I think, I think it's that the thing where it's like uh, like your dad is supposed to teach you something, you know? Yeah, but you, like you're but, supposed to learn something, like right. learn this from from you should learn it from right, your dad right, or right. something like that. That's you know? a dirty. It's like you're looking for certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's like hundred percent. But that's like and when you don't, when you're, you're like, kid, oh, you blame it on that, right? So. When you're a kid. When you're a kid, that's yeah. that's where, you're, at least for me, it was like yeah. that. But older you get, it's like you realize your parents aren't perfect. Yeah, your parents can give you good, and they can also you you may catch things mm-hmm. that may not They're be human. good for you, and it may resonate you in certain ways. And I, I heard like with family, with with people you look up to, like that with parents, it's like you're. At first, it starts with like idolization. Mm-hmm. It's like they're Superman. They're yeah, superwoman. Yeah. They're freaking incredible. These yeah. people just, they're amazing. It's all I want to be is around these people and like these people. Mm-hmm. And then you get to like this other phase of your life, which is like damnation. And it's like, nope, they weren't superheroes actually. And, and, and you know what? I don't like this mm. and I don't like that. Mm. And this shit you did is wrong. And I see it for what it is now. You, you can't hide the truth from me anymore. And you're wounded from that. And then the final phase of like a relationship with parents, hopefully, is like a um, reconciliation of like mm. an acceptance. Mm. Just like you're not perfect, but I, I love you for the mm. good and the bad now. I've seen it all. Mm. I processed the emotion of what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And now I can accept you for who you are finally. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It resonated freedom. with me when I heard that. That's freedom. Yeah, total freedom. Mm-hmm. That's freedom. Yeah. Letting go. Yeah, and, and then the, you brought two points, and I want to just speak to this. Yeah, you spoke sure. about the father piece and yeah. how we as men sometimes tend to look at that person who can be that father figure to us. And I think in a lot of healthy spaces, powerful men at some point play that father role so we can play that for each other, mm-hmm. which is so powerful to be in a community and space wow. like that because we receive in that moment what we needed. And another thing that I've done for myself that really shifted and altered my life and my relationship with my dad and my relationship to masculinity was fathering myself. I was going to go there. Yeah, fathering myself and giving myself space and time and sitting in ceremony where I father the little boy. Mm -hmm. And I write letters to him and I give him the things I needed so that my mind can realize that it's okay I'm safe, I'm in control, I'm guided. And this father here, he's always with you. So let's ride this journey together. And that gave me so much more confidence, trust, Mm. freedom, and the relationship with my father. It grew tremendously after that because I was looking through a lens of acceptance, forgiveness, and the things that I was wounded or didn't receive, I gave that shit back to myself. So now I'm showing up more whole. Mm-hmm. And I don't have what he says triggering me because it's all love. Yeah, yeah. doesn't sit, doesn't mean he doesn't trigger me. Still, he still does. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Right? There's always room for growth, and mm. it's just a step closer. And that, to your point, was by me fathering myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man. Yeah. There's such a. Do you feel like you're good at this? What? Taking responsibility for the life you've been given. Okay. You're good at this. Really? You don't place blame. Yeah, you're not you We've done this a million times, me yeah. and you. 
Well, I'll yeah. say, ah, but that's this this person did this, and I got this. And you're like, yeah, no, I get. It. And you're there, and you're shouldering your friend and a brother. And then you know, day two, a week later, you'd be like, yeah, but like you kind of wait for me to get to the point of like processing the emotion, and then saying like, yeah, but like, you know, what can you do differently now for you? Like, what, how how can you get up? Pick yourself up now. What are yeah. you going to do about it? Mm. You've always been kind of responsible for your life, taking the the responsibility of your life. I think at a young age, yeah. And so you're good at it. And I think like I'm I'm playing catch up to that, where I'm like I just want to be so kind mm. to myself, but also like everything everything that happens that I may not like, I'm playing a huge role in that one way or another. It's like a percentage or it's like a big percentage or it's a small percent. But I got to like only focus on what I can control in the situation. Because yeah. you're not going to change what someone else can do. No. Mm. And it's my life. I've been gifted a life. Yeah. If I've been gifted this beautiful thing, this big, beautiful opportunity to live, to do this, to feel things, to have breath work, to drink that water and like be with friends and, and marry and, and father children maybe one day, whatever. Mm. That's a beautiful gift. And I'm I'm like pissing on it because... I don't like what they did. It makes me feel I didn't get what they got comparing, mm. looking outside of myself. Mm. I got such a gift. I should I should be starting to take responsibility for that gift. And that's that's I think a, a trait. <clears throat> and someone say it's a masculine trait. You know, taking responsibility, putting yourself. But I think everyone should have that yeah. a sense of responsibility for the gift you've been given and yeah. what you can do to lean in, yeah. fulfill. Embrace this great gift you've gotten. Mm. Where are you shortchanging yourself? Yeah, you know the working out, the eating, the, mm. how you treat your your friends, your family, like how you spend time. Like, mm. you know, I can get better in these ways. I can't change you, and I can't change you. Yeah, if I if I ha- like, I don't have no button to do that, and that's that's not my responsibility. But like, I can be an example of of maybe something that can help you. And you know, I think that's the path you're on, and uh, and the group you've made, and so uh, yeah, I'm just talking about responsibility for your life, taking taking ownership mm-hmm. of your yeah. life. You can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, and realizing what you should not. You know, yeah, put your, yeah. What what are you investing in that yeah. you shouldn't be investing in, dog? Yeah. Like, hundred percent. You don't like something. What can you do? And that goes back to our point about integrity. Integrity being everything, mm-hmm. right? And, full circle ownership and responsibility is checking in with self and being like yeah i'm in integrity with myself and that's not something i should be taking responsibility for because sometimes taking over taking responsibility can also be a a a block a Mm. limiting belief Mm. i get caught in that all the time where i feel like i have to take responsibility for other people and then because they're not willing to receive my gift because it's not my job to give it to them at that point or they don't need it. They need mm-hmm. to be in their own experience. Mm-hmm. I then feel some type of way, mm-hmm. feel rejection or feel like my gifts ain't worthy. Mm-hmm. And that drains me. So the shift I made is looking for individuals that resonate with my vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I check with my integrity. And if they need be, we get to share and exchange our gifts mm-hmm. or I give them a hand, they're willing to take it. Right. We get to rise quicker, faster, and it creates like an infinity loop of energy exchange. Because mm. if you notice, if you ever try to like give so much to somebody and they just don't want to change, they don't want to take it, mm. it starts to drain us. For sure. 
For sure. Right now, think about a homie or, or a friend that comes up and he goes, he asks you for advice. And then you're like, yo, bro, read this book. And he comes back a week later and he read it. You're kind of like, damn, he read that shit. Like, yo, he's about it. Yeah, yeah, yo, what yeah. else do you need? Yeah. Let me give you this. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. does that too. It's like, yo, right? It gets you lit. Right. Mm. And that's the type of people I love being around that have growth mm. as their value and they yeah. seek it mm -hmm. and receive support and also give it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's yeah. brotherhood. For sure, man. Do you think this is, it's interesting you say that. Like, like the struggle of, of where you're feeling you're drained is like I'm putting out this effort, this hand, and it's not being met, right? With not everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people are here and you're catching your integrity or checking on your integrity and saying it lines up with this person. Um, I don't know why. I'm like, this is just a check-in, mm -hmm. not, not pressing, just checking in. But like, do you think, is there a part of you that like, can grow in maybe like, because my this was, there's a teacher who taught me like you know, our boxing teacher was like you know there's times where I know the answer to the question, mm -hmm. I can see it, right away you know and I know it's it's this thing, mm -hmm. keep pivoting I'm not, I'm not supposed to stay here, mm -hmm. and I tell them that, and they don't do it right away right they do it they go through this one round and they they keep losing it mm -hmm. and I try to correct it a few times. And by the end of the day, I didn't say it every single time. I didn't like, but it didn't drain me. Like, I was like, how do you teach? You have to have such patience to teach because yeah. even in acting, like you, you, people going to their heads and just faking emotion and pushing. How do you stay like calm as a teacher when you have all the answers? You know what's going to change the person. And my teacher told me like, you just have to sometimes, allow, and this is his truth, allow people to fuck up and be a mirror, right? Like mm. hold it up and say, how'd that feel? How'd that feel? That was always the question after class mm. how, or after you're seeing, how'd that feel? And it, it wasn't like a, you did this wrong, this, this, this. It, you'd be sitting there like, uh, uh, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. didn't feel good. Like, I, I don't know why it mm. didn't feel good. Okay. What'd you do? Going back to fact, what did you do? Okay. Did these three things. What didn't you do? Maybe this go work on that come back next week see let's see how it goes mm -hmm. and it's this cool like it's hard but it's mm -hmm. it's a cool like uh allowing a person to find it yeah themselves themselves mm -hmm. yeah where it like clicks in their body mm -hmm. and i've seen it and it's like it's a beautiful thing where you can't you can't drag the horse to water you can drag it where you can't make him drink right that's mm -hmm. how that's the motto that's the saying but like yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm just saying it because it reminded me of what you were just. It like sparked up in my mind when you were saying like it's hard sometimes when I feel like I'm giving that hand and it's not being met. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and, and I appreciate yeah. you sharing that, bro. I definitely resonate with your point, and I'm yeah. aligned with that as well. Yeah. To my point, what I like to add is it just depends on you know where you are in that stage of the relationship. One, right. Two, what I'm hearing and what your coach did a part of that is providing accountability. That's all it is. Accountability. And without a doubt, you want to offer somebody a space to fuck up. Because a lot of the times people try to go in and save and you rob that person of their experience. And they sometimes need to fucking feel the pain. Mm. They got to get mm. dirty. They got to be in their mess. Right? So they can go through it, understand it, feel the richness, the duality of life. So without a doubt, I think as a man... 
for me, mm-hmm. service and giving is my natural state. So mm-hmm. I give to everybody when I can, when I can. It's just like that is the mode I constantly strive to be in. Right. However, there's a certain threshold and a standard that I have that if I constantly give mm. and you're not receiving it from a place of like, I'm here willing to get this so I can support myself and grow, then I don't want to spend my time focusing on somebody who's not ready in that journey. Mm-hmm. I rather bring that energy and support one man who I can say, do this one thing or let me support you and his whole life changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there is definitely a mode and a role that we get to step into. Is like, am I the student right now? The teacher, the guide, mm. the teacher, like you said. And we get to test. And if somebody's just not taking or not receiving, I don't want to say taking, receiving yeah, yeah. my gift, and that's okay. Shift it. Shift the you know, gift. That's it. Yeah. Shift it over and offer it to somebody Straight who's up. willing to receive yeah. it. Because not everyone's going to fuck with it. Yeah. Just like you have students in class. You can tell a guy and say, go do your homework. And you're like, all right, come back in two weeks. And he doesn't do it. And then you do it again and again and again and again. And it's like, all right, bro. It's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah. You know, this It's like an ecosystem. It's like the the things that will survive in it are supposed to survive in it. And the things, the the beings that won't, won't. And it's, it's not, not meant re- for them. And it's not rejection to no, that person. It's, it's redirection. Because, that's right. No, no, no. Right, right. I'm not. I, I hope I'm not saying like that. No, no, no. Like that. That was, yeah, you were yeah, saying it like yeah, that. Yeah. That was just my own story. 100 percent perception. And, and and your time is valuable, and like your energy is valuable, and you have a threshold. You're one human being. Mm-hmm. No matter how like, you know, like well off we are. Yeah, yeah. We have one. We're one life force that does get tired at the end of the day and needs to rest. And like, yeah. if you're giving out all this energy, you gotta make sure it lands. Yeah. You know, you don't want it to go into the ether and not be received for sure. I, I, I hear you. And I, I got a question for you guys if you're open to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, man, please. Yeah, I like to take this another yeah. route. Yeah. So to me, questions are the answers. Love that. Right? Yeah. And I feel like questions, asking powerful questions gives me back powerful answers. Mm. So I was asked this question one time on a podcast and it really made me think about life and just reflect And the question that I was asked was, imagine you're on your deathbed Mm. and you're laying there on the bed, you know, about to transition to wherever you go. And the nurse walks in and she says, hey, here's a piece of paper. I want you to write down three lessons or three insights that you want to leave for the generation behind you. What three things would you leave behind to teach, to support, however you want to position that? <clears throat> so take a moment but not too long yeah, this isn't yeah, yeah. uh you know i'll go first and i say yeah hit it be present Love you it. are here podcast you're here <laughs> like subscribe um learn to love who you are mm. and learn to be who you are mm. see i mean you I those are the hardest the times. three best ones yeah well, <clears> fantastic <throat> good <dude>. luck <laughs> Mm. So first you did the jab and then the cross. Jab, cross, <laughs> left hook. Um, Don't forget your gloves. <laughs> definitely, definitely lead with your heart, I would say. Mm. Because I think that people don't because they're afraid to get hurt, mm. <clears throat> afraid to be wounded. But like, that's life and you're going to get wounded. And it's a beautiful thing. Wounds are beautiful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning that the more older I get. I used to be afraid of scars and having scars. And now I, it's who I am. 
And I, and I accept that. That's life. It's cool. That's life. You got to accept you're going to get hurt in it. So I would say like love fully and and as as honestly as you can. You know, find your heart and, lo- and love love big. And then I would say be kind. I would say be kind. Not like weak. Not like everyone's so sweet and I'm just nothing. But kindness is like so underrated, dude. Kindness is like such a throwaway, I feel like. I think it's, you know what? Kindness, I think, is turned into, we say this all the time, the compassion. Yes. Kindness, like that goes like together, man. It's, it's, a, it's a thing Every where, single person that walks bro, in, every person that shows up, pops up when you're pissed, when you're happy, when you're whatever, you know? But you always feel better when you're kind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you see it land, like you're yeah. talking about landing. Mm-hmm. When you see kindness land, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it feels like I did it, uh, uh. Something that my DNA was coded for me to do, mm. I did it, and I get this wash over of the day wasn't wasted. Like a, like yeah. a little dose of like day wasn't yeah. wasted. Yeah. Pat so, on the back. So I'd say be kind, love big, and mm. and oh, just just fucking don't be afraid to fuck up. Don't be afraid to mm. fuck up. Go go fuck up. That's what I'd say. <clears throat> go get lost. Go try new things. Go travel and, and lose your money and game, do it all. Yeah. But like, don't hurt other people. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like try shit and fuck up and, and, and grow. But that's how you grow. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how the seed grows. Seed destroys itself and then it grows. Some seeds. You know what I'm saying? You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. You, you, you make a mistake. That's always what I regret about my, my youth is I, I didn't push boundaries. I didn't try new shit. I didn't... Mm-hmm. Fuck up. I was always trying to, and that's my past and why I was raised a certain way. And I was afraid of losing things and needed love and everything to stay the same, mm. stay the same because my shit's all over the fucking place. So I wish I did that more. Um, I'm also glad I didn't. I didn't get in much trouble. I don't have a record. Like, I, you know, I got around a lot of things. But um, I'd say, I'd say uh, cautiously fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but grow, but grow. I love yeah, it. yeah. Embrace the fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. What about you? Three things. Um, well, those are great questions. Uh, great, great answers, by the way. Great appreciate, question. Yeah, appreciate you guys sharing. Thanks. Definitely dude. lands for me every part. Sweet. Thank you, man. So I appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate you coming and yeah, listening man. and saying that. Thank yeah, you. yeah. I appreciate um, how you take a, t- a moment yeah. to look in us in the eyes and, and thank us for what you're. Thinking. Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah, and that I shit lands. <laughs> that shit lands. Right on. Yeah, man. Um, three things for me. Breathe. Learn how to breathe, number one, without a doubt. Again, control your breath, control your life. Mm-hmm. Second one, I would say love deeply and lead with an open heart, mm-hmm. without a doubt. You know, really, really lean into love, no matter how uncomfortable or how blissful. Embrace it all. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, Third thing, and this is a big one for me. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the journey, embrace it, and really mm. just remember to fucking have fun, man. Like, sometimes like, it's so funny. I was gonna ask you about like having fun. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I feel like sometimes even like being on purpose and intention with my mission, I get lost in that. Mm, yeah, where yeah, I forget, yeah, like, yeah. wow, like I'm I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm like yeah. fuck, I, I I get to have fun. Yeah, mm. 
hang out with the homies and laugh on a podcast and like you know just do corny shit if i want to yeah, just man. fucking have fun yes 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 so that's my third one bro love that one dude that's yep. a good one that's a banger. i heard that from one. my my mentor mark he shared that with me and i was just like wow that speaks to, to just fun. i feel like my essence is joy yeah and for me like fun that's a non-negotiable yeah Living out of that place, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Every yeah. day is fucking <laughs> just trying to have fun. <laughs> yeah, come you on. You ever see man. fucking uh, Saturday Fever when Travolta <laughs> walks in like that? And then that's just how I feel. Yeah, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I want to take that everywhere. Walking Trader Joe's like, yeah. That. My teacher used to say, uh, <laughs> in acting class, people would get all twisted up and scared. Be, everyone would say, the teacher would say, who's, who's ready to go? You ready? Who's ready to go? Who's going first? And the air would just. No one would breathe. Mm. Scared. Prepared for a few days and you got to do the scene. You don't know how you're going to do it. You're terrified. And it's you up there. You're scared. Mm. And uh, she would say, don't be so precious. Why are you being so precious? It's called a play. You're supposed mm. to have just play. You're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to enjoy this. <laughs> this is joy. This is this is a child incarnate just dancing yeah. up there. Wow. So enjoy it. Don't be so <clears throat> precious. And that's what it reminded me of. Ah, that's beautiful, bro. Yeah, that man. lands. Wow. Heck that yeah, one landed. Because I didn't ever thought of it. In this kind of awareness, it's supposed to like a play. Mm. We're going to watch a play. That's it right. never registered as like play. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's like right. fun. That's right. I'm just thinking about people on the stage. Right. Like, hey, this right. big thing. Serious business. Serious business. business. Yeah. And, you know, and there's it money is. behind it. Right. But the, the the heart of it, the people you're watching up there are really children on the playground. Yeah. It's really what it is. Yeah, that's big, bro. That's a great reference. Yeah, man. Keep, oh, take I'm gonna borrow that. Take I was gonna, gonna ask, yes. ask for permission this is first. Me pushing it over to you. Yes, you I was gonna, I'll give you credit, bro. Take that. Just want to ask for permission, man, first. dude. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for coming out today, bro. Yeah, it's been a journey, dude. It's been a, a total journey. Um, I love just opening up and, and and getting to know you more. And now, I feel like I know you more. I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah. I know I know who you are more as a person. Also, like totally down with what you are. The service you're providing other mm. people. Um, um, if they want to, if anyone who's listening right now is yeah. interested in getting involved, how do they get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on, on all social media. You can find me at v o y underscore official voy official. Mm -hmm. Prominently more on IG, and there you can visit our website at themrmofficial.com. Okay, themrmofficial.com. That's the community. So you can find me. What I do. Or tap into community. There you have it, guys. Links in the description. Scroll down. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having so me. Anything you want to say, shout out, anything at all, anyone you want to talk about before we close out today? Mm. Yeah, I just want to invite people listening to this podcast on that third point because it, it landed really well for me. And as I shared it here, it looked like it landed for you as well. Yeah. So I see that it has pull. So I just want to remind anybody listening to this, give yourself permission to have fun. And give yourself permission to have fun. It's supposed to be fun. Embrace the journey. You don't have to let go of shit. Embrace it, honor it, take responsibility. And let's get this fucking growth. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's it, baby. That's Episode 208, baby. 208. What do you got, Dave? Anything else? Gosh, guys, you 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 want to you want to hang out with us on Twitch? You know where to go. Twitch.tv slash you were here podcast. You hang with the boys. We'll have fun. Right? That's yeah, always yeah, fun. We'll play, we'll have fun. Um, um, guys, oh, is that okay? Um, 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 What's the other thing? Anytownactorslab.com, guys. If you want to get interested, if you're interested in acting, you don't know where to go. Where to you're, start? you're in Milwaukee. 
You're listening right now, you're in upstate New York and you're just on a farm somewhere. You don't know how to how to get started. We have online classes right now. You can get involved now. You can start to learn the basics, some tools, and you can learn from a very educated human being named Adam Louder. Check him out, look him up. Um, AnytownActorsLive.com. Also, Patreon.com. Guys, thank you. Thank you. The supporters. For supporting us. Always. Um, Best way to uh, support if you, us. If you want to continue to do so, it's a couple bucks a month. And it goes a long way for the podcast to continue. We don't need it, but we appreciate it. So thank you. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. 208. That's love. My name's Mike. I'm signing up. My name's Dave. I love y'all. Please be kind to yourselves. Please be kind to one another. Avoid checking out. Bang. Bang.